Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome. What did you say, Milton? Welcome. Put your headphones on. <laughs> All right. Uh, see if you're hearing us there at uh, back at the station. 210-308-8867. We're here at Millburgers at 1604 Boulevardy Road and uh, ready to talk gardening with you. A lot of folks gardening <clears throat> today. So uh, tell us what's happening in your world and uh, give us a call. 210-308-8867. I don't know if you're six feet away from me or not. I believe I am. Pretty close. Yeah. I'm, I'm, oh gosh, yeah, it's at least six foot. Yeah, uh, I think <laughs> I got I got y'all at about eight and a half feet from each uh, other, and me at about yeah six foot. Yeah, and uh, staff was uh, obviously they've had strategy sessions because the staff was directing traffic pretty effectively up there. I've got some good news to Yay, start the program good with. Good news is good. It's in the Texas Tribune. Texas Attorney General says gun stores can stay open during the pandemic. Oh, I think they're already open. Uh, I know it. They are, and they're going to stay open. Ken Paxton said this in his non-binding opinion that state law prevents cities and counties from adopting regulations related to the transfer, possession, or ownership of firearms or Commit commerce in firearms. Right. Now, that's good news, there. Is it? Oh, is, yeah. it? is it? Everybody's stocking up with guns and ammo. Is that good news? <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's focus don't on be, gardening. Don't be coming after those guns. Let's be focusing on gardening. So, <laughs> so Calvin's article came out. Calvin article came out, and uh, it did, we uh, are talking about. Uh, Geraniums and the Laura Bush petunias. Yeah, and I don't know if we have the transplants here, or the, or you have to rely on the seed source from. See, you're gonna have to rely yeah. on seed. But we were, both Milton and I have. A, it's just a, a week's difference, but the uh, Laura Bush have really <laughs> asserted themselves in our gardens. So. Uh, they're 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 kind of, they're a neat plant. Yeah, I really like them. I like yeah. them because they volunteer and they <laughs> just come up and. And you don't have to plant the seed, huh, Milton? You really almost don't. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't plant the no. seed. That, the ones that and, I'm really enjoying. And Bart had gotten the seed from uh, Wild Seed, oh, my, did he? my neighbor, of the okay. garden, and he had uh, started some, and he gave uh, my wife Judy some new ones, <laughs> relatively, you know, relatively small. Like yeah, two-inch plugs, uh-huh. and, and uh, I transplanted them. And, uh, I, you know, I, you, I've gotten so used to those nice four and a half-inch containers. Yeah, but Laura <laughs> Bush 
just get them near the, those transplants, near soil, and they perk <laughs> right up. I went back through to re, re-water them all, and every one of them was there, was there and doing fine, you know. You're talking about big plants now. You said yours are blooming. Well, mine, I got big plants. Yeah. But Bark had started little. a whole bunch of little ones. Okay. And so we had more, and so I was finding place for them, too. Did he have have trouble getting them to germinate or grow or anything? It didn't look like. He just gave Judy a a little teeny, uh, well, flat. It's got about 24 different little little two-inch in there. Okay. And they're they're full. All all looking (laughs) good, huh? Yeah. So so it's kind of fun. But... uh, if, and they are blooming. Yeah. Along with the, the, I was complaining about the blue curl. Oh, is that blooming? Blooming up a storm. The butterflies certainly love it, and the bees. And uh, our uh, bunny bloom larkspurs blooming up a storm, naturalized. Uh, yeah, oh, and the poppies. I got some really nice poppies. Uh, uh, oh, bright, bright red ones and uh, the maroon ones. A bunch of them came back, too, so... And I'm uh, so uh, gardeners out there can give us a report on what's happening. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to, especially like to hear about the uh, butterflies and if they're seeing monarchs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've got a picture in with your article in the paper today, uh, section B uh, on the gardening. Got a beautiful, uh, large picture of uh, Laura Bush Petunia. And for those of you who take the paper, you can look at that and uh, <laughs> see the problem. In other words, they they got a close-up of, of Laura Bush in pots, blooming, of course. And if you look, how, look how long the stems are from the pot to the bloom. And uh, they, they look good on that chef right there when they took the picture. But when they start to move them, or people start to buy them, those things are going, those stems are going to lay over and break yeah. and everything. But else. they they also look good when you're when they're at a corner of your uh, oh, container yeah. or a corner of your raised bed garden. Absolutely. Every little nook and cranny. Yeah. And, and the thing about uh, Milton and I were talking about this earlier. If one comes up where you it doesn't fit, or you don't have enough space for it. You either transplant it, or just yank it and into the compost because there's more. <laughs> more of them are coming. Most people can't do that, Kevin. Hmm. <laughs> they can't stand to pull up a flower. <laughs> you know what I'm having trouble with is the uh, trying to keep from mowing. You know the now the the big white rain lilies are up too. Mm. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and those the the, the little ones were just finished, and I said, oh, now I can go and mow most of the, the two acres. <laughs> but then, then those big white ones that I love are, yeah. are up, too, so I hate the palace. And then uh, the blue curl, I don't want to mow that. <laughs> so so I've got these big patches of poppies, and, and you know, every time I see even a, one that's not blooming, I kind of don't go around it. No. So it looks like a, a crazy person did the mowing, you know. <laughs> And the blue the blue bonnets are going to seed now. They've quit blooming and uh, g- going to seed. And it looks my uh, some of my red, white, and blue growers, blue bonnet growers, send me some pictures 
uh, of, and of the seed it's making. And it, it's, it's full of big seed. Huh. Uh, five, like I said, when, in a, in a, when it's dry, they'll make about two or three seed per pod. Put a little, it looks like little beans on there. And the, uh, but uh, when it, we've had a good year, of course, they've watered the red, white, and blue blue bond. Uh, they've got five to six seed per uh-huh. uh, per uh, plant. And we'll talk a bit more about that in a minute. But the, uh, for those of you who don't take the paper, I know that some of you don't take the paper. So I've put uh, on plantanswers.com on the topics of the month, uh, an article at the the very last one is Laura Bush Petunia it tells about how to the making of a Texas superstar, and it's also got a bunch of pictures with it, so you can uh, read that and uh, it, t- it tells about how to order them from Wild Seed Farm uh, dot com, and I got a I got a ha- got a uh, another announcement about uh, the Wild Seed Farms 20% off uh, Cosmos Cosmos Seed and uh, 20% off a a quarter of a pound and pounds and uh, you can just shop uh, shop shop on uh, uh, you know and Jerry Jerry and I have uh, uh, pro- promoted the idea of using Cosmos. You know, we go through this ugly period now. The blue bonnets are going to seed, and you don't want to cut them down early. But they aren't. The wildflower field isn't necessarily real attractive now. So, so one of the ways <laughs> that's a good way to put it. One of the ways that you can deal with the ugly period is to put the Cosmos out there because they will bloom all summer. Yeah, and so you let the their their camouflage or their cover for all the other uh, early wildflowers that are blooming that are uh, stop blooming and are uh, setting their fruit. Yeah, and uh, also the 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 uh, in Calvin's article uh, he mentioned uh, a new Texas superstar called what is it, red red velour red tidal wave red velour spreading petunia. And now I don't know whether that'll reseed or not. Usually the hybrids don't. Yeah, I haven't never. I've never had. I use waves quite often, and I, I don't think I've ever had them no, reseed. No. But this, uh, I I do have some of those red waves, growing, and boy, they are. Uh, spectacular in terms of that red bloom, and they're spreading, and they're kind of covered with blooms. We have them here at Millburgers. They're not blooming. Quite but, a few of them. Yeah, but the plants are are available, um, and it's uh, it promises to be a really a super bloomer. Uh, they they're like the other waves, and they're like Laura Bush in that they uh, have a pretty good heat tolerance, uh, so you can. Uh, yeah, I expect to have some good performance out of them. It's worth a try. It's enough. It would not have been selected as a Texas superstar unless it really right. was a top performer. And, and notice also that uh, 
Only the tidal wave red velour was named a superstar. There's, a, there's others, tidal waves, a lot of other colors of tidal wave, but this red velour was the only one chosen. And that's unusual because red is what we want, of course. And uh, usually red is usually the weakest of all the colors. Hmm. But uh, this seems to be a, a pretty stout. I've got a write-up on that on uh, plantanswers.com, right above the uh, in the topics of the month. And uh, right above, right after the blue bonnets, red, white, and blue pictures and uh, uh, it says tidal wave red velour spreading petunia now the uh, so is there well, pictures of it in there too well <laughs> no no I, that's I, what I, that's I, I looked on the release and uh, I found uh, looked for the picture but I didn't take pictures I tried and that's why they don't have pictures yeah I tried to get some photos for the newspaper. I got some uh, from one of the uh, horticulturists, but the uh, newspaper, I guess, did not deem them as uh, <laughs> comparable to the uh, the geranium picture and the uh, Laura Bush picture. I think they, the, I think they may have made a good choice there, Joe. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, what I did on on my right on the write up that David Rodriguez sent me, uh, he's on the Texas Superstar board. Uh, was I went to the company that puts them out? You know the uh, seed company uh-huh. that puts them out. I did a search for tidal wave red velour spreading petunia, and I I, I linked at the bottom of the article to those pictures. Now, the one picture that they had that they were so proud of is too dark. It's a... It's just too dark. Huh. And I couldn't... I couldn't make it bigger. Click on it and make it bigger. You know what I should have done? I should have just taken some photos of mine. I didn't even even think of it. I just... Always, you know, somebody always comes up with some great photos yeah. for me on my articles. But uh, did you have have it last year? Or no, you, no. You just planted this. Spring? I just got it. Yeah, from uh, well, another, another source. Yeah, one thing we'll warn people about uh, in David's write-up or David's notification, he says. Uh, uh, please note that these, uh, talking about the transplants that are available, please note that these will be some real good-looking and rooted plants, but it is very hard to get them to full bloom. However, once planted, they start blooming immediately. That must be what you saw. Yeah, they're, they're nice, now. Huh? They took a while, huh? But anyway, uh, keep that in mind. Like I said, we've got got the plants, uh, but it's a it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid plant. And you know, ba- you know this is it's, it's a lot like our our rodeo tomatoes that were, um, you know, it's been it's it's passed muster and uh, made it through a, a review program, 
Uh, but, but it's kind of a test for our gardeners here in the San Antonio area to see how it, you know, it works. And if it doesn't work well, we'll just blame David. <laughs> yeah. As that he took. You used to be on that committee, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I founded uh, the program. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Grant and I. And uh, how do you, how do you how does that feel, Jerry? Is is that a little? Uh, a little of an issue every once in a while, isn't it? To, to found a very successful program and then... Well, David kind of took my uh, place as the agitator. Oh, did he? Uh, for the... for the. Well... Uh, they ain't got a clue how to pick new plants. Because, I mean, it's, no. have you ever thought of David being in the same league in agitation no. as Jerry? He's got big shoes to fill. Yeah, yeah. And we got Dr. Larry Stein on that committee, too. You know, and... Uh, David uh, inherited the Master Gardeners, too. He got all, all of our big programs. I know it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, big troubles, too, yeah. when David came. But anyway, uh, check that out on plantanswers.com if you want to see a write-up. If you want to see uh, want to do some plants, you can come over here uh, and get some plant. Now, they're pricey. They are. So if, you know, we have a lot of frugal, I won't say cheap, Melton. No, frugal. They're frugal mm-hmm. listeners. So if you yeah, want. Well, Jerry's the most frugal of the bunch. <laughs> yeah. If you did, want. Did David take that role from Jerry at the. Uh, no, oh, no, I don't think David. Uh, David's not. No. Oh, okay. David's pretty ge- generous at his programs. Right? Oh, okay. But uh, if you want to have a lot of petunias. You, you you can order the seed from wildseedfarm.com and uh, see, plant the seed now. They'll come up after you plant them now, and you just sow them out. Are there. we talking Laura Bush? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this this uh, sp- the spreading red of lure, it also covers a lot of... Yeah. It's, it grows fast and covers a lot of... If you, but you got to fertilize and keep it watered for sure. Okay. Hi. Do you want to come around that way? Do I have to go around? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Don. Uh, Does she look okay, Milton? <laughs> Milton can't see. He's way in the back. I know. Thank you. I kind of like Milton over there. Yeah, you, you know, like we, can get, we can just look over there at him when we want to. What is she doing? Looking for the bathroom? No, she oh. was looking for Calvin. Oh, okay. So. Well, why don't we take a quick break? While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want to tell you a little bit about what's on sale during the second week of Millburgers Anniversary Celebration. It's celebrating 42 years of making San Antonio gardeners happy. Now, we want to make sure that you understand that Millburgers Nursery maintains a COVID-safe environment and is open for regular hours. But you'll find something in this list that you love. Red, pink, double and single knockout roses, drift roses, antique old garden roses, modern roses are on sale. 
Boston Ferns, Cherry Fall Tomato Hanging Basket, Salvia Gregi, Gold Star, Esperanza, Tropical Hibiscus are all on sale. Herbs are on sale. Foundation plants like Dwarf Yopon Holly and Dwarf Burford Holly in the three-gallon container on sale for just $13.88. Citrus trees are 20% off. Half whiskey barrels, whole whiskey barrels. You'll find all these and more. Go to MillburgerNursery.com and see all the details. And go on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bulverde Road. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. Take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control. Uh, as you're uh, staying at home, you may have noticed... Uh, that you get more insects uh, around the house and stuff like that. Spider-Man can still help you. Uh, they're doing some stuff, and they can. Uh, you can find out more by calling them. You can go online and learn all about Spider-Man by uh, going to uh, uh, Spider-Man, uh, GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com, and uh, learn more. Or give them a call at 210-656-3721. Uh, they're still spraying, spraying outside and stuff like that, depending on what your needs are. So uh, give them a call. They're they they they're very very uh, uh, aware of all the stuff that's going on and have created uh, ways to uh, to help you uh, during this time. Spider-Man termite and pest control two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. Our I, number, I had a Calvin. Clean. Hey, Calvin. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toss it back when you get a chance. I had a cleaning lady come clean my house yesterday. Oh, wow. And uh, oh, wait, the cockroaches. Yeah, the cockroaches. They must have been so sad. I had had all my specimens, all my trophies out, and uh, I was asking her what she thought about those big roaches, and she said, they were so big, they were the vacuum wouldn't pick them up. <laughs> wow. Well, well we've we got to get one of those vacuums that Trace uses for stink bugs. There yeah. you go. <laughs> so uh, she was, she thought I was pretty proud of my selection there. That was nice of her to come clean. Yeah. Now I've got to start a new collection. But I don't have any more big ones. Well, that's okay. You can start small. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably better for you if you do that. Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, but back to uh, plantanswers.com. I've got, uh, since uh, people, a lot of people are going to be shut in and uh, want something nice to look at and do, uh, you can go to plantanswers.com and the website, and under Topics of the Month, I list one, two, three, four, Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. eleven, uh, eleven, uh, eleven, uh, eleven uh, uh, <laughs> uh, links to blue bonnet galleries. In other words, pictures of, of blue bonnets. So you can click on each one of those links. They go back all the way I to j- I just, 2014. Hey, he just lingers on that blue bonnets, blue bonnets, blue bonnets. <laughs> I mean, when there's zinnias out there to plant. I mean. Oh, man, now, now we're... 
Well, do you have pictures of your zinnias? No. Actually, I do. Do but, you? But I, yeah, but I don't. Well, we I don't have a, a website. To, well, we can put them on plantanswers.com. Zinnias. Hey, Zinnia. Well, we, did we change the subject? we got to get to this call because we don't make this person mad. Uh-oh. Oh, Forrest is, is on the line. Oh, hell no. 308-8867. 210-308-8867. Forrest, how you doing? I'm going to go home, so I'll keep treating you that way. <laughs> okay. Keep, keep the mic away from you, Milton. Uh, I don't know Forrest as well. All right. Uh-oh. Oh, the, the now dog. Forrest is barking. Oh, <laughs> Forrest, <laughs> what's happening to you? I what's going on? Talk- won't talk about petunias. Okay. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead, Forrest. What you got? What's your question? I, in sometime prior to 1995, I brought from my mother's house some transplants of white petunias that uh, had been covering up there forever, I guess. Yeah. So those two white, the white ones I brought home. Now I've got every color of the rainbow almost, <laughs> except maroon and orange. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they, where, where, where did you say you got the the original compost or whatever you brought home? I, I brought home transplants of the petunia. Oh, oh, okay. And where did where did you get the transplant? Outside my mother my mother's back door. Oh, okay, that's a, that's that old fashioned petunia. Now that that one recedes readily, obviously. That's that's a, one of Laura Bush's uh, parents, uh, Greg Greg uh, Cross, the uh, VIP the. The little bitty, the smaller uh, purple one, with the uh, with the white one, just like you got. And I've seen I've seen entire yards covered with those things. Uh, I, the prettiest one I ever saw was over in Hondo, uh, right in downtown Hondo, in a, somebody's uh, front yard, and they were, you couldn't drop a nickel between the blooms. I mean, it was spectacular. Were they multicolor or single? Yeah, color? yeah. No, they were. They were. Uh, there were some whites in there, but uh, what we're finding with our white, the Laura bushes, is that they're, they're not pure white. They've got some blue in them, or purple, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But uh, no, that they they. Uh, the the cross that was made for Laura Bush, the petunia came out of uh, Bill Welch's uh, front yard. Uh, some old-fashioned petunias he had there, but they will spread. Yeah, poor Forrest is a testament to that. It sounds like. <laughs> well, Look, he hasn't got a choice in now. For my purposes, though, out of that white. And there are some white ones that come back. Right. There are all the different pinks, colors. There are purples. There are dark yeah. purple. 
Yeah, Maybe John. John Fanick used to like that uh, uh, pastel. Uh, he described that all of mixes of colors as pastel. I guess. And uh, it's 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 popular among people, but uh, of course, the way the old timers uh, spread them was like you talked about. Uh, they would get they would get some dead vines or or either a transplant, a little bit of seedlings, and just uh, start them from there. And once you start them, you got them. Oh, really? Yeah. But how, how do you isolate one color? You uh, you have you have to uh, do like we do the blue bonnets, keep them away from pollinating insects. Rogue them forever, huh? Yeah. We, uh, Dr. Larry Stein found a, a purple, uh, lower bush type. And, uh, we were going to add that to the pink and the white and the other colors we got of lower bush. But it, it never would make seed. It was the weirdest thing. It, it didn't make seed nearly like. Laura Bush uh, selection did. So uh, we had they had to drop it. We dropped the purple. Now the the deer eat those, don't they, Forrest? I uh, I don't know. I don't never even find out where the deer are. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was. I don't. I don't have a. I just take it for granted the deer must eat them because uh, they spread everywhere within my fence, but <laughs> not, nothing outside the fence has got. Are they are they in your backyard, Forrest? Yeah. Okay. See, that goes back to. Oh I've, yeah. I've been telling Forrest for years we need to open his backyard because <laughs> there's plants that we don't know if the deer eat. It's all he's got. Don't. Uh, <laughs> I think I think Forrest knows what the deer will and will not eat. I don't think you need to do that. Yeah, it's some That's almost you know. true, Milton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does not need this test. Okay. Did, you, did your uh, uh, shrimp plant turn red this this fall this fall or this winter? Uh, I've got a bunch of them that are red all the time. Yeah. And I've, and I've got a bunch of them that are shrimp color. That are brown, yeah. Well, they're pretty, I know. And, and I took some out in the front yard and transplanted them, thinking the deer wouldn't eat them. Uh-oh. But <laughs> they ate them. <laughs> I, I, I don't think they ate them to the ground, though. I'm waiting to see what's, what I've got up oh, there. Oh, okay. That's good. Uh, good test. Boris, we appreciate you sending us those questions and answers that you've been doing. Mm-hmm. Forrest has been answering the questions on plantanswers.com for several years. How many years, Forrest? Probably since 1995 or so. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> That's a long time. Just 25 years. Just 25 years. That's great. (laughs) But anyway, we appreciate you sending us. And before that, he was a master gardener leader, too. Yeah, he he sends those questions. Before, he went over on the dark side and started working with Jerry. (laughs) Yeah. But but, uh, he went went to uh, 
he he sends those questions and answers that we get on Plant Answers and some that are archived mm-hmm. to David Rodriguez too. Oh, okay. And David always writes him a thank you note. Oh, yeah. David's a good boy. Do you write him a thank you note? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks for calling, for us. Did that answer your question for us? I don't know if we did. No. I didn't think no, so, but I, I, I'm not going to worry about it. You <laughs> You're a smart man, man. Well, we did answer his question. He was asking how to in, uh, rogue out one color. Yeah, he just wants one color of them. Yeah. Well, you got to pull all the rest of them out. Oh. So they won't be pollinated by that. Uh, but he started with color. one color. I know. Okay. Well, maybe he did. He started with what? What do you mean, maybe he did? He started with white. Yeah, that's the mother color. Oh, so Mama has all the other colors. Yeah, in it? right. Okay, right. And that was two hundred and eighty miles from here. Wow. Where? Where? What town was it in? It wasn't in a town. Oh. <laughs> where was it? Country in West Texas. Oh, cool. Well, they, b- b- bunch of those. Uh, I remember right. New Braunfels had a bunch of the oh, yeah. yards with those. A lot of, a lot of the old-timers had yeah. And uh, I thought you pronounced that as an S-P-R-A-N-G, so it was Big Sprang. <laughs> I thought that was the way you are supposed to say it. No? No, I got an education. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the, the interesting thing about those were two. Well, Milton did it. Well, yeah. It was at after the University went, of Texas, yeah. though. That's all. The interesting after thing about I went those to A&M. Yeah, I was educated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, the interesting thing about those petunias, those uh, reseeding petunias, is they're all the way north. They go way north. Uh, my my uh, the old old folks in uh, in Tennessee had the old fashioned petunias. Can you imagine that for us? Jerry thinks yep. Tennessee is in the north. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's because they call me a Yankee when I, I'm from right at the mid-Tennessee, Mississippi line. Well, but they see when you get a, got a degree from Kansas. And when, that, I, uh, when I went to Starkville uh, to get my master's at uh, Mississippi State, they called me a Yankee. Huh. Uh, one of my favorite professors always called me a Yankee from Tennessee. I'll be done. <laughs> so it depends on where you're located. Well, Forrest, call okay. us back. We'll 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 we'll, for, we'll neglect answering your question yeah. another time. It's good to hear from no. you. Yeah, take her easy. No Stay safe, Forrest. Y'all yeah, do the same. Bye. All right, bye bye. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Take a second to talk to you about deck and patio care by Barry Hagendorf. Deck and patio care does exactly what their name says. They take care of your deck. They take care of your patio, make it look nice. And actually, I'm willing to bet you that if you call Barry right now at 210-822-9147, they've got a contingency plan for this and can come and do the outside work to make that deck look nice or that patio look good again. 210-822-9147. And you can check them out. I recommend the new website, which is deckandpatiocare.com. Same URL, but a different site with... Uh, lots of great pictures on it and a lot of before and after pictures. So when Barry says in his commercial it really can look new again, 
It really can look new again. He's got the pictures to prove it. Go to deckandpatiocare.com. It's Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf, 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. We'll take a break. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. 210, what is it? Sorry, 210-308-8867. <laughs> Calvin's staring at me. 67. 210 I'm going to try to learn that number. Oh, okay. So you can say it slower? After 20 years? Yeah. Or... yeah. I mean, it just, he, he says it, and I'm sorry. I think about it, yeah, it's it just gone. I mean, yeah. Yeah. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up from Millburgers Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want to tell you a little bit about what's on sale during the second week of Millburgers Anniversary Celebration. It's celebrating 42 years of making San Antonio gardeners happy. Now, we want to make sure that you understand that Millburgers Nursery maintains a COVID-safe environment and is open for regular hours. But we'll find something in this list that you love. Red, pink, double and single knockout roses, drift roses, antique old garden roses, modern roses are on sale sale. Boston Ferns, Cherry Fall Tomato Hanging Basket, Salvia Gregi, Gold Star, Esperanza, Tropical Hibiscus are all on sale. Herbs are on sale. Foundation plants like Dwarf Yopon Holly and Dwarf Burford Holly in the three-gallon container on sale for just $13.88. Citrus trees are 20% off. Half whiskey barrels, whole whiskey barrels. You'll find all these and more. Go to MillburgerNursery.com and see all the details. And go on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Yeah, lots of things on sale, lots of... Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, we uh, we talked a little bit in the ad, but... Uh, when I printed it, when I printed it off... I didn't realize that this is it's like four pages. Burgers, forty second anniversary, yeah, second week, yeah, the second the final week. week. And I mean, they got lots of stuff, as, as these people are proving out here, and uh, the uh, they got a lot of grass in the back available. Maybe if Trace comes up, we'll ask him which varieties are available. He's right behind you. Yeah. Oh, is he? <laughs> and. Uh, I bet they got FJ Select. Select. I bet you're right. Do you have FJ Select? Uh-oh. I don't have. Okay. Okay. And uh, what the other, what the? They have some on order. They don't keep it on hand. That's what. Oh, Trace, is that right? That's what Trace said. Yeah. Okay. Good. I don't know what they got back there. Uh, what's the what's the one we like uh, that's... Floor Tams? No, they can't get that. Or St. Augustine. Have trouble. Uh, I always refer to uh, Zoysia? Yeah, No, it's St. Augustine. Okay. Um, It'll come to you. <laughs> or, do you want to pass? Are, are, are you coming on the air with us? Okay. Uh, 
But anyway, they got all the roses for sale. And they got modern roses for sale. Yeah, and if you walk by the roses, they're beautiful. And they got a picture of a yellow rose. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's not... Well, that's... It's open, fully open, so it's hard to tell. But uh, that looks awfully like the color of uh, Grandma's yellow. Well, the other one of the other things that we talk about a lot, and it's wonderful that's on sale, is a, a Milberger slow-release lawn fertilizer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting very close to, I'm sure, people mowing it twice. Yeah, but, I mean... You can you need to wait on your lawn. Well, it's best if you wait, can wait a little while on your lawn, but you certainly oh, yeah. need it for your your flower garden and your vegetable garden. Tomatoes are high uh, nitrogen users, and uh, the, all all the flowers we talk about uh, can certainly use uh, yeah. high nitrogen too. Yeah, they've also got Gold Star Esperanza on sale. You know, we were talking about it. Bragging on Neil Sparrow, I haven't written him a thank you note yet. Oh, yeah. For saying, if you can't get Gold Star, don't get anything. <laughs> and uh, uh, Trace came up after the, after the show and said uh, that they just got some in Gold Star. 12-inch pots, 1988? Yeah, that's a good price. And they, they'll transplant readily. Now, what I don't know... <laughs> I haven't looked at the plants, but if they're in full, if they're in bloom yet or not, this is early for them. So yeah, I, would, you, I would suspect that you have to trust. Uh, I would success. Mil- well, we should maybe maybe we'll check next <laughs> commercial. Yeah, Millburgers. Uh, or if Jeff Trace comes, we can come. Yeah, they go on a they go on a, a crusade to find the true gold star. And uh, well, once they find it, find it, they only buy from those sources, which hopefully will have sense enough not to bring uh, bring any seedlings in from uh, Florida. That's the way they get contaminated. But uh, anyway, they've got Gold Star Esperanza that we are pretty uh, 99% sure that they are Gold Star Esperanza. Do you want to do the mic? You can do it on that side, too, if you want. I have it. Yeah, I got this cut <laughs> out. I know. If you want to just stand in front, you can, too. That'd be good. That'll Yeah, that'll work. All right. Sorry. I, I want to keep him away from me. <laughs> He'll be away from me. <laughs> but anyway, I also got tropical hibiscus and the ground covers. The monkey, the Asian jasmine and monkey grass and dwarf monkey grass, really makes a difference. Remember, Jerry, when we were doing research on the uh, uh, ground covers, a- Asian jasmine, and we were trying to get get those little two inch. Yeah. And took us it took us a whole whole oh, two growing seasons oh, to get yeah. it going. Yeah. Uh, using a four inch uh, <laughs> vigorous plant really makes a difference. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind of unusual to be on sale in the spring, so you could take advantage of that. Not on our anniversary sale. Oh, that's uh, true. <laughs> it's always going to be on sale for our anniversary sale. Yeah, and uh, they're on sale for 98 cents. 
So we actually That's had a customer. almost a dollar a piece. Uh, almost. But taxes here uh, probably yeah. is. Uh, we had a customer yesterday that did a phone order for 50 flats. Oh, wow. Holy 50 flats. smokes. Gracious. So we had it all racked and off to the side waiting for them to come pick it up. Yeah. Very cool. Goodness. This is, this is a good time to do it. So what do you think? We've, Jerry's been talking about some of the, uh, the anniversary specials. You got one that's like, man, this is just too good to be true. I think the, I know that. They, think, they, well, you know, I came up with it, so I'd have to say you all, love, all, all your children to be true. Yeah, but like Jerry really, I know, gets into the landscape shrubs and the yeah. and the dwarf yopon holly, the dwarf purple holly. That's a great the, deal. Uh, modern roses. Oh, okay. Since they just came in, they're beautiful. Uh, this is a little early to be putting them on special. Normally, it's a few weeks down the road, uh, but I have. Half my order is still to show up. Oh my goodness! On the fourteenth, so I need to make some space. Well, yeah, you don't have much space. They're full. Yeah, and they're beautiful. They're really gorgeous. You know what? Of course, what I notice is that there's lots of Dreamland zinnias now, and then there's the also the profusion profusion zinnias. Yeah, and this is uh, you know where we promote the zinnias because they're beautiful, but also the butterflies like them, and uh, the Profusion is one that uh, can last all summer and is a little dr- more drought tolerant. Fits in a, a xeriscape situation, but there's lots of Tolerates color versions. irrigation better. Yeah. Um, I was looking at the sales deals. Which which group of roses do you think is the cheapest on sale? Antiques. Antique. There you go. Antique old garden roses. And my favorites in there. Fourteen eighty-eight uh, on sale, uh, and why? Why are they cheaper? They're in a little bit smaller pot, and there's no patents on any of them, right. so they don't have to charge as much. And, and they're probably on route. They're probably on, well, they are on their on route. own route. They are on their own route. And uh, I, I, you know, I've asked you several shows in a row. <laughs> About uh, uh, Grandma's Yellow Rose and Belinda's Dream Rose. Yes, sir. Plenty of Grandma's Yellow, not so many Belinda's Dream. Yeah, if they're on their own route. And uh, uh, I I talked to the past president of uh, Greenleaf Nursery, and he said they absolutely are on their own route system. That's good. That's the only way they propagate. And so uh, that gives you that. I'm convinced that uh, the reason the antique roses have hang hung on so long is that uh, they're on their own root system, and they they can, you know, they can go back, and even in a droughty year, they can go back, and you can cut them off at the ground, and they'll come back true. So, uh, uh, and they're on sale too for a very cheap price. And uh, it's funny, Trace, I was talking to the guy, or emailing the guy. At, at Greenlee, and he said, uh, he said he he went out to look for the grandma's yellow and all through the roses, and he said there were no grandma's yellow left. And I said, well, I can answer that problem. He was mad because they had, didn't have any left. I said, Trace bought them all. I booked, I booked them all. <laughs> you booked them all. I booked them all. And, 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 uh, and even, even though I didn't necessarily need them all right now, the way the bookings work, I've got to take it or I, or I forfeit it and anybody yeah. else can have it. And 
You know me, I I couldn't forfeit them. You got them. (laughs) All of them. Martha Martha Gonzalez is another good one, too. I'm pretty sure that's out there. Yeah. Metabolus, wasn't that your favorite? That's my favorite. Least (laughs) least amount of effort for a pretty rose. Yeah, for a big one that's covered a lot of territory. All these roses we're talking about are long bloom periods. Metabolus and Martha Gonzalez and Belinda's Dream, all of them. We were talking about that you brought had gotten some Gold Star Esperanza. They're on sale. Are they blooming? A couple of them. Okay. Uh, I warned people. You know the blooming ones sell first, so yeah. Know, there was some blooming this morning. <laughs> I don't know if there's any blooming now. Well, we tell people to don't get, don't get them unless they're blooming, but we just got through talking about why you well, were on the phone. Well, this is a reputable growing operation. Yeah, so we, right. We know, we know what they are. Yeah, right. And I, pre- I appreciate you uh, what, uh, bringing the right ones in. What's the tomato situation, Trace? Uh, we still have them. Um, <laughs> limited varieties, limited sizes. I bought everything they had, which wasn't a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Calvin said he saw some tycoons in uh, the they had, they had, Well, they had five flats of six-pack tycoons, so I took that. Wow. Uh, I took everything they had. They, they, were, they were out of four-and-a-half-inch pots after my first order. So uh, I took whatever they had. Okay. But you know, the, the one that actually seems to have sold the most is this hanging basket. Oh, the little little chairs? In, in a 10-day period, we've gone through almost 250. Wow. Of those baskets? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Huh. That's good. And, uh, you know, for patios and stuff, it's already planted up and... All you have, all you have. They got tomatoes on them. Yeah, they they got little tomatoes on them, and all the the birds will love it. Yeah, all you have to do is uh, fertilize fertilize them uh, once a week with uh, water soluble fertilizer. Well, and that's uh, that's one of those activities that people will have fun doing if they have to stay at home too. Oh yeah, that that they normally wouldn't choose to do. Now they've got. Kind of so a project. I, I encourage y'all when you when you uh, have a minute to walk out and look at the very end of the tomato table over there. You'll see some white pots, and uh, they're one gallon tomatoes. And there's about five or six different varieties, and they are super dwarfs. Uh oh. So they uh, they are. They're not for, patios. No, no, but they are super. But there are patios over there. There are patios over there. But these super dwarfs, you know, if you're trying to grow in a limited situation in a pot, uh, you, you are extremely limited to which varieties you can use. And I saw those available. And uh, so if you want something different and you're going to grow it in a smaller pot, uh, I think that would be a good one. Experiment. Right. Several good ones to try. Experiment, because I've never tried. I've never grown them. No. Well, you know, last year I tried the grafted ones. Did you? And, uh, most people had better luck, uh, but this sounds even neater for people that uh, that are limited in their growing situations. Yeah, those uh, hanging baskets with small cherry tomatoes on it—they're loaded. I'm talking about a hundred or more fruit per plant. Yes, sir. Maybe uh, I may be underestimating a hundred. I think you are, might be underestimating. Yeah, but uh, you know when people put those. Uh, people that are shut in too. Uh, when they pick that first red ripe tomato, they paid for the basket. So our first transaction of the day was curbside pickup for oh, good. Two, two of those and uh, some Blackfoot daisies. Oh, well, that's good to have that. That ready. So we do have, we do have that available. We're not 
Uh, we're not advertising it, so to speak, but uh, it is an option. And every situation is a little different. So, you know, in most cases we would want it prepaid, but, uh, you know, if you want to look at it first, then I understand that. Yeah. You know, another cool project that people could take advantage of the sales, the uh, herb, if they've got to want to create an herb you garden. At a dollar at eighty-eight, and there's some neat ones out there. In fact, yeah. that was a, another phone call I had this morning was Rue. Oh, no, you got uh, plenty of room. We got, yep. I, I told him we had almost a hundred plants, and he he almost fell over on the phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the black swallowtails, I think, will like that too. It, oh, what what was this, by the way? But, uh, I don't know what it is. I'm going to take it home and and look through my resource books. Yeah. So uh, you had rue that, rue all day, and sweet basil, and all kinds of mints, and uh, all of the four inch herbs. Are on special for a buck eighty-eight. People, cool. people are walking out with that citrus. Look at them loading. They're loading a the wagon full over there. I got a got an email from uh, Cliff Bingham, and uh, he said he noticed that uh, citrus was on sale, a twenty percent off, I think. And uh, he was wanting to know which ones are the best. Now, do we have? Uh, Orange frost and don't have orange frost, don't have arctic frost, don't have... Got a couple varieties of setsumas, though, just... Do we have uh, navel orange? Pretty sure. Okay. Bloom sweet? Pretty sure. I know sure. we got ruby red, too. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking about recommending uh, navel oranges. Now, Cliff has deer in the front yard and the backyard. Now, if they don't eat them, they're going to rub on them. Big time. Oh, so guys. He, he's going to have to protect them. we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call. Is 210- it hard? No, no, just a news thing coming up uh, in a minute. 210 <laughs> Thanks, Trace. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 210-842. No, that's my cell number. 210-308-8867. Go ahead, get that out. They may want to call during the week. Call, yeah, there you go. 210-308-8867. It's okay with me. Uh, let's see if Dustin is still on the line. Two up, no, Dustin, you had to go. Well, call us back right now, man. I understand, but uh, we we couldn't break away. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I have another announcement on PlantAnswers dot com. Yes, it's going to happen today. And oh wait, after, no, no. After we go off the air. Well, hang on. Dustin is there. Okay. Oh, okay. Wait. Wait Good. on the announcement. Dustin, you there? Yes, sir, I am here. I was just waiting for the rest of your cell number, and I'll be ready to go with my question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. What, what you got, man? Okay. Well, I've got some, uh, you know, I might have answered this in the first hour. I wasn't able to catch it, but I planted some uh, Durango marigolds. The first time I've done marigolds in a while, and I've got them mixed in with Angelonia, and uh, I've got the old bulbs coming up behind them, and they're all playing around a camellia, and... I showed this last, I've been in the ground about two weeks, and I know it's about three days ago that all the leaves are just, they're getting destroyed. I know I've got uh, probably pill bug damage is what I'm thinking, 
and uh, I was digging around my garage and looking around what I had for insecticide, and all I had was the lawn granules, the seven dust lawn granules, and so I went ahead and put that out. I, now, my question is, I know that seven dust is not chemically labeled for pill bugs. Um, is there something better that I can put down because they... Uh, I've got them in three different areas under two trees and then a pretty long stretch in front of my house, these marigolds. And they're, they've gotten about quite, about half the leaves off of the ones in front of my house. And so I guess my question is, is there a better insecticide I can use that will target those pill bugs? Did, did uh, pill bugs around? We're talking marigolds, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Okay. And uh, how long has it been planted? Yeah, about two weeks. Okay, and, and the uh, angel, they left, they left everything else alone. Yeah, what what did the uh, leaves look like before they turned brown and fell off? I mean, they were they were rocking and rolling. They looked pretty good. They were healthy. Uh, okay, did did they get little little white spots on them before uh, they turned yellow, turned yellow, and then turned uh, brown? Not that I can tell. No. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking spider mites when you're talking marigold. It's pretty but I, usually they don't make the leaves fall off of marigolds. So yeah, in, in the, I don't think the pill bugs are the problem. No. The, the pill bugs like the uh, brown leaves that are falling off. And pill bugs okay. relatively easy to control. If you want, you just get a slug and snail bait, and they'll, mm-hmm. uh, they'll consume it, and they'll be done for. But Does the whole plant mm-hmm. wilt? No, no, the flowers are still, most of the flowers are still looking pretty good. Some of them are uh, wilting a little bit, but that might be a little bit because of the heat, maybe. Uh, yeah. It got hot there a couple of days, but I mean, um, and, no, most of the rest of the plant. They started dropping leaves two weeks after you had planted them? Yeah, just a bit ago. We got, we got the big rain on uh, earlier this week. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I wonder about the how are you water? Are they in raised beds or are they just in the soil? Hello. Oh, Dustin, you there? I heard it click. Yeah, I did too. Dustin, call us back. <laughs> yeah, it says we lost you, Dustin. It's a phone reception thing, so uh, call you us back. You think the phone's infected? No, I think the phone's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so where were y'all going with the question? <laughs> well, we, both Jerry and I were both suspicious. It, it's more, it's so fast. And marigolds. Yeah, tough. Tough. And angelonia's tough, too. Yeah. So you, it's either so, uh, stayed soggy the whole yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I was going after. And uh, that's why Jerry asked about the what, what's planted in. If you if you planted it in a re, uh, one of our hard soils, compacted soils, and you'd watered, and the water just didn't drain out of there, that would be a call. The other thing is they could they could dry out, I guess. But uh, we've had a little rain. Yeah. And, but the last yeah, two weeks. Yeah, it sounds sure sounds like a soggy situation. A root problem. Yeah, yeah. root system problem. And that's uh, most most insects don't eat the leaves off. I mean, pill bugs especially. Yeah, no, uh, they're, yeah, they're 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 enjoying the uh, brown leaves. Right. 
Molly um, Molly Keck's presentation emphasized the, <laughs> that pill bugs were blamed for a lot of things they didn't do. But they, oh. <laughs> We were talking about that this other day. With the, Did yeah. she mention their little shrimp and you can boil them and eat them? No, she didn't uh, do oh, that at all. Yeah. That, yeah. that makes a mighty small meal. <laughs> or you're going to have to have a lot of them to make a yeah, big meal. It's a, it's a mini meal. Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, I, would, I would check around the plants for the soil more. Yeah, yeah just take your hand shovel and... Dig in there a little bit and see if it's very compact and see where uh, you could have you could have minimal water if it just sits on the top of the surface and you could have rot right at the beginning in two weeks. But uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be one of the fastest things that could uh, could happen. Yeah. That's what makes you pretty suspicious. I can't think of anything else, any bug or anything else that would eat. Eat the leaves off of marigolds. Yeah, or and then you got Angelonio, and those two are not. Yeah, you know, you know different pests will bother. He said his Angelonio was okay, right? Oh, did he? I thought he was having no. trouble with Angelonio. Oh, he have trouble with Angelonio. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, so anyhow. Anyway, right. well, maybe so, he'll call back. We'll and check. Dustin, just don't even worry if you think we have asked at the last hour. <laughs> answered it. We probably won't remember, so it's okay. You can uh, you can call back again. That's the neat thing about this show. Calvin and I don't remember from hour yeah, to so hour. We could you can ask it every half hour, and we enjoy giving the same answer. Yeah. About. Okay. All back, right. Back to what I was talking about on PlantAnswers.com today at uh, beginning at two thirty after our show. All right. Going to 5.30, uh, there's going to be uh, my uh, son, Jeremy Parsons, who's uh, back in Texas from Nashville, thank goodness. And uh, he writes, I had such a blast with y'all this past Sunday, I thought we'd do it again. So join me today, Saturday, March 28th, 2.30 to 5.30. Uh uh, for another Facebook Live. And then I've got instructions on plantanswers.com on how to get on Facebook. Now, Jeremy was very, I would say, disrespectful. Oh, no. When I told him. In his instructions? <laughs> yeah. I, when I told him, I said, you're going to have to write me out some instructions on how to get on Facebook. I don't even know if I'm on Facebook. I think you are. <laughs> I'm not. I am. Okay. You're not? But I've, avo- I've avoided <laughs> all the social networking. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I've got on plantanswers.com, I've got a, I made him put a link, my webmaster did that, Yeah. to Facebook, which you can just click on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you go to, after you Facebook, you go to Jeremy Parsons Music. And click on that, and uh, you'll. Once you're on the page, you'll be able to scroll down and find the live stream. And I think you can. I think it's like Molly Keck. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, because you didn't have to sign up. You could. They encouraged you to sign up for the uh, social networking, but you could just get in 
access to her video yeah. by doing that same process. And uh, uh, you, you're free, it's free to tune in and take part. It's, it's a live show. It's back and forth. Yeah. yeah. People can request songs uh, back and forth. He'll be taking requests, both cover songs and originals. So that begins at 2.30 today after okay. our show. So plantanswers.com. We're, we're the opening act for Jeremy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's exciting. That's a lot of pressure. Are we supposed uh, to sing? No. Are you sure? I'll sing. No, I'm positive, Milton. I'll sing right now. <laughs> well, Milton can sing. I don't think Jerry and I. No, no, us no, is famous you. for singing. I'm, I'm excited about uh, Neil Sperry again. Well, hang on. In, t- in today's paper. Don't go to Neil because we got Lonnie on the line. Sorry. That's this, not him back again, is it? No, this, that was Dustin. Lonnie's back, <laughs> or Lonnie's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Lonnie, what's going on? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Hello. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Good afternoon. Uh, Dr. Sanch and Parsons right. and Milton. Um, Thank you, I, I've called you in some ways related to the, well, it is related to the same issue. Uh, but um, on uh, when we bought the house, there were uh, built, the builder put in two uh, oaks, large oaks, one chinkapin, and I don't know what the other one was. But anyway, the chinkapin remains. And uh, this is a rec- They're probably live rec- oaks, aren't they? I'm sorry? Aren't they live oaks? What kind of oaks are they? No, they're chinkapin oaks. Oh, okay. That's even better. Or it is a chinkapin oak, not not a... Yeah, okay. I think it's... Yeah, yeah. Not, that's a, not, okay. Uh, that's the a question Texas Superstar. Is, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have, um, in addition, we have a, a little landscape area, right, uh, that would eventually fall within the shadow, so to speak, of the uh, oak. Okay. And uh, now I'm no spring chicken, as you may have noted, uh, and I will not live to see probably that that oak reach maturity. But I, nevertheless, I do not feel that the subsequent uh, owners uh, would appreciate having that say, a 40 to 50-foot-tall chinkapin shadowing that uh, little landscape area, which has such things as, uh, oh, uh, we have some uh, Mexican uh, honeysuckle, which is a beautiful flower, a different color orange, which is kind of an unusual color, I think, that you see in plants. But, uh, uh, and, uh, let's see, what, like a bottle brush? All of yeah. which I think require requires sunny a sunny location. So I'm a okay. I'm, would would you? I mean, the tree is now. I mean, the chinkapin oak is now about mm, four years old. Uh, would you, if it were your home, would you consider removing that oak uh, with consideration to the to the to the landscape area where those plants I mentioned? No. 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 For, for one thing, the, uh, I, in our neighborhood, there's Mexican honeysuckles all over that just get, they get 
late afternoon sun is all they get or morning sun, so they're not going gets, to... It gets sun pretty much all day long. Yeah, well, it won't, doesn't need all this, the, the sun all day long. I, I think uh, your, I think, uh, um, your uh, Chingapin Oak is more value to the... Oh yeah, to the property by far. That's than, a good oak than the uh, landscaped area, but and but you don't. I don't think you're sacrificing either. I think your landscaped area might change a little bit yeah. as uh-huh. the tree gets older. But it's uh, it sounds like it's uh, got a lot a lot of opportunities there. You got good plants in it now, and you got other. You can have opportunities in the future, or somebody has opportunities in the future. And they can replace them with uh, shade-tolerant plants. Yeah. Well, that's the, true, they can. Vinca, periwinkle. Sa- uh, well, we, we, uh, we've had those two, but we got, tired of, we got tired of putting in uh, annuals every year because that's tough on the back and the knees and so forth. So okay. We, Tell we us about put, it. Jerry and I are... <laughs> We opted to put in uh, a plumbago, and and plumbago, I swear, is beginning to want to dominate everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blue plumbago, and also yes. turks and also cap. some white. I'm sorry. Also turks cap, shrimp plant, shrimp plant, oh. uh, and it. Uh, so you you can choose uh, perennials that are that take the shade. Okay, yeah. lots of them. And you're, I don't think you'll ever have to worry about your me- Mexican honeysuckle. I think it'll make a living there. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> when I think of I got one in my backyard that seems like it's in deep shade but does really well. And then the neighbor's got one where it just gets afternoon sun. That's oh, mighty hey. nice of you to be thinking about uh, the well, future I, of your house. It makes me well, suspicious. I, I just, uh, which of those plants I, don't you like? No. <laughs> Which of the plants I do not like? Uh, uh, we're, we're, I'm just teasing you about uh, about the landscape area. Yeah. Now, what you well, what you all, need to, all of God's creations you, are lovely, mostly. <laughs> there you go. And what you need to keep in mind is you are planting that bed to make you happy. Yes, that's right. And uh, as far as after you're gone. The hell with them. They'll have to. They'll have to make themselves happy. Well, but the the chink the chink up in oak will make them happy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, one one other thing, if I may. Do I have time? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Dr. Parsons. Uh, this is directed to you because you gave me the most. Uh, you you you. It was directed to you. Uh, my my Satsuma orange. Yeah. Uh, the one where I said about the, the wind blowing the blossoms off before they could set fruit and so forth. Oh yeah, I haven't answered well, that question. Yet. And 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 there was something like thirty blossoms that you told me to, to, to thin, you know. And I poo pooed your, your you saying at one point, but you won't do it. Well, I think I'm at that point. I have pretty much <laughs> the little piece, the little pea-sized fruit. Oh no! And my dear lovely wife, and my dear lovely wife says, "You want to, you want to prune off those little fruit." And yeah, I said, "No, it... I don't want to." But that's what Dr. <laughs> Person said. Dr. Vince said to do. Oh, and I said, yeah. oh, I can do it. But, but I have to say, I, I'm catching her disease, so to speak. <laughs> I, well, I, wait, I, I, wait, see the, I see. The, 
Yes. Wait till the, wait till the fruit gets uh, marble size. Marble size. It'll, ha- okay. it'll, it'll have a natural. Ooh, that'll even be worse. <laughs> yeah, it'll have it'll have a natural fruit drop. And uh, and got, if it doesn't, are there, are there hundreds of fruit on there or what? No. No, we're talking uh, about fruit that's been set about, uh, oh, I'd say maybe 10, perhaps. Oh, 10? Okay, leave them alone. Leave them alone right now. Yeah, don't leave okay. it. Don't ever touch them if you only got 10. That's about what I have. Okay. All right. Thanks, Lonnie. Okay, Bye, thank Lonnie. you. Okay, thanks for Bye. calling. All right, we're going to, Liz, hang on the line. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want to tell you a little bit about what's on sale during the second week of Millburgers Anniversary Celebration. It's celebrating 42 years of making San Antonio gardeners happy. Now, we want to make sure that you understand that Millburgers Nursery maintains a COVID-safe environment and is open for regular hours. But we'll find something in this list that you love. Red, pink, double and single knockout roses, drift roses, antique old garden roses, modern roses are on sale. Boston ferns, cherry fall tomato hanging baskets, salvia gregi, gold star, esperanza, tropical hibiscus are all on sale. Herbs are on sale. Foundation plants like dwarf yopon holly and dwarf burford holly in the three-gallon container on sale for just $13.88. Citrus trees are 20% off. Half whiskey barrels, whole whiskey barrels. You'll find all these and more. Go to millburgernursery.com and see all the details. And go on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Going back to the phone lines in just a second, but I want to tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited over there on Hebner and Northwest Military. And this is a great time to uh, make sure that you're enjoying nature and your yard. As I'm working from home, I'm seeing squirrels running around and uh, lots of birds. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, get some stuff so I can uh, have uh, feeders and stuff like that so I can enjoy that out my window and kind of um, just uh, just embrace that part that uh, that that advantage of staying home but if you want uh, curbside service or home delivery, Wild Birds Unlimited and Northwest Military and Hebner Road can accommodate you. If you live within five miles of the location, uh, they'll deliver to you absolutely free. Uh, you just order on the phone, and they'll uh, they'll come by and, and take the delivery. And if not, you can do the curbside pickup for Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, you can just go by, and they'll... Um, you make the order, you drive up, you show them the uh, the order stuff, and then they uh, right. they go ahead and uh, take care of you at the window. Load it in the back of your car, and so you never have to get out. Call them for more information, 210-479-2473, 210-479-BIRD, or uh, find them online, uh, Wild Birds Unlimited, Hebner, and Northwest Military. And right. it's, about, it's about time to get those spare houses up, isn't it? I think so. We'll have to ask Kyle again. There right? you go. People just avoid that question. <laughs> hey, Liz has been really patient. Let's get to her right now. Liz, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Just doing great. I have a question about foot-leaf philodendrons. I planted the back of my yard was all in shade, and I planted three, and they're about 
oh, about uh, three feet tall and wide. And then somebody sold the back property, and now they've taken out all the trees, and now that is all in sun, not in shade. When can I move those uh, philodendrons? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was. Just, and they've been there a couple of years? Well, they've been here, they've been there at least two years. And again, the whole backyard was all shade, and then they came through <laughs> about three months ago with a one of those and just clear cut it. So all now right. it's all in sun. <laughs> yeah, that fill that fill of dinner will burn up in full yeah. sun. Yeah. Uh, I I think they have a real fibrous root system. Uh, is it in a mulched bed? In other words, did you mulch well, around? Well, no. It? It's got some mulch around it, but I planted it straight in the ground. Uh, okay. I didn't have a raised bed at that time. <clears throat> you can. Have you got a shady spot you can move it to? Well, I, I do. It, I got a spot that gets some morning sun, but the rest of it is in you know afternoon shade, and it's on the side of the house, and I can't move that, so <laughs> that'll stay shady. <laughs> of course, it's you know the okay. side of the house uh, where nobody sees it, but you you may. Uh, if you don't want to take a chance on transplanting it into a soil, into the soil, why you might want to get a large container uh, okay. and and grow put it in there with some potting mix and osmocote, slow release fertilizer, and put it in there and let it get stabilized, and put it over in the. You can put it over where the sun comes in in the morning uh, or you can put it in full shade okay and let it let it get established until uh, until until well for six six months or so okay it is uh, it'll start putting out new growth okay well uh, should I uh, should I try to do some like root pruning first you know where you, yeah. you do the, and then well, and I, then move, and then yeah, those things have a massive root system. Oh, they do. And uh, yeah, and it's fibrous root. So I sharp I, shovel is. Yeah, I think. Uh, Just go ahead. I, th- and I, th- I, th- I, th- I don't think you really would gain anything by root pruning okay. and waiting. Do it fast okay. and get it in your container and <clears throat> just let it adjust. Yeah, you might have. Right. You might want to cut it back a little bit. Okay. Uh, cut off, let's say maybe all, but the all, there's there's some new uh, little leaves coming out now. Should I just cut off all the older ones? Do you think? Yeah, I guess you could do that. That compensate for the root loss. Okay, I'll do that. And just on a side note, the gold flitteries are just going nuts in my yard. I have, you know, the uh, uh, passion vine didn't freeze back completely. Huh. So, I've got gazillions of caterpillars on there. Right. <laughs> and the and the darn new one. Well, there isn't that much leaf spot, leaf place, and the new the the, the new butterflies are are mating and laying eggs on the very few leaves that there are. We <laughs> <laughs> we tell we t- uh, tell the story quite often that Jerry and I we uh, master gardeners had a. Headquarters over in uh, one of the housing projects, and had a big passion vine, uh, and uh, 
at the same situation except the they ate almost every leaf and there the only thing that was there were the big Stem. stems yeah. and then the few flowers yeah, that were still there it looked like somebody <laughs> planted artificial flowers or pasted them on there and the people that were over there would flip out every year it happened. and in fact but i flipped out when i first saw it <laughs> back at, i mean flowers. within within a couple of weeks three weeks full of leaves again yeah well, I'm 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 hoping that, that you know there's some springs coming up in the middle of the yard, of course, in places that I don't want, but there's caterpillars all over them too. <laughs> it's going to be a banner year, and I think I saw one. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think I saw one, maybe two uh, uh, monarchs this week. Yeah, yeah. There's there there's individual monarchs around. I was a little surprised we haven't seen any larger numbers. Uh, yeah, I just saw a couple, uh, and I have very few, but I have some uh, uh, of the what do you call it, tropical milkweed is blooming. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, one good. Yeah, thing. and everything, well, everything, everything, much, everything yeah. likes the tropical milkweed. Now, if you want to get rid of that uh, plant that's out of place, cut it off and immediately paint the cut place with. Uh, Cut vine and cut vine and stump killer. Oh well, no, it's it's just that passion vine seedlings coming up. You can just pull them up, but you hate to do it when there's caterpillars all over them. (laughs) I thought he was talking about your your other plant. Yeah, I thought he was talking about the philodendron. Philodendron, yeah. Oh no, no, (laughs) no, no, no. I thought, oh man, he's he's going to be on the list there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks for calling. Thank Thank you, Liz. Bye-bye, Liz. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. Yeah, did you want to share what Trip Steve was talking to you about? Um, Yeah, the squash. Oh, yeah, he was talking about Tatuma squash. Steve has had trouble just like I did with uh, squash vine borers. Well, I think everybody, almost every gardener, has trouble trying to raise summer squash around here because of the squash vine borers. And so one of the alternatives is to use Tatuma squash. And, and so I, he was looking to do that, and I had some a supply of seed from 2016. <laughs> so I gave him some, and sure enough, it uh, germinated. <laughs> and now <laughs> he was reporting that it not only was uh, vigorous and germinating, it was uh, started to take off across the <laughs> his landscape, and, and he's kind of trying to fence it in and put it on a trellis. It's uh, amazingly aggressive, and, and uh, you end up with fruit about every one f- foot along the vine if you get if you get it in sun and you got it fertilized, and, and you. Uh, most people use them when they're relatively small, but yeah. he was going to try to use it as a uh, bake squash. Bake baking potato, yeah. like a winter squash. Yeah. So that uh, that, that tatuma squash is a good, uh, I, I like it. I, I think it tastes just as good as uh, summer squash, and it's much easier to grow. It is the official Mexican squash yeah. you know, for calavazita and yeah. uh, things like that. Like I said, Shirley Johnson. I wonder, is she still alive? I don't know. She hasn't called. You don't think she would, if she was, she would call you to give you a hat. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Jerry says, is she still alive? And she calls <laughs> to say, 
You're you're still obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be alive as long as you're obnoxious. <laughs> but uh, uh, she did a, a deal. I th- I'm sure it's on Plant Answers somewhere uh, about Mexican cooking, cooking Mexican dishes uh, and uh, Mexican food, and uh, it's called the hottest food growing. Hmm. And yeah, we put we put in that uh, publication a. How to uh, how to pickle jalapenos, you know, like yeah. churches and Pizza uh-huh. Hut and all that have, and uh, that that took a while because we could find recipes, but they were for fifty gallons at a time, you know. So she worked that out, and then when she went to uh, talk to him about Calavazita, the squad. Uh, they all said to the to the same recipe that you've got to use this, this tatuma. Uh-huh. They didn't know it was tatuma. They just called it uh, squat the squash. But uh, it's a good one. I, the problem is been finding seed. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you and uh, Steve can save some seed for our listeners. You can you can find it on the website. I know. Oh, I mean, can you? you can on the internet. Yeah, relatively easy, but it is. Uh, yeah, once you once you grow it, you got. It's easy to find seed. I mean, to collect the seed because you're going to have plenty to eat and provide seed as well. And then, uh, then the other neat thing was, as as this experiment showed us, the seed is long lived. Yeah. What is what is a squash mature? I mean. What size does the tumor squash mature at? Well, the, small depends on who you ask. They say harvested at softball size because it gets to volleyball size. Oh yeah, basketball size. Oh, it get size. that big. Gets huge, and uh, you let it. You want it that big if you're going to say seed. Seed, yeah. That's what you uh, you could kind of harvest it for. Couple of months at the, the baseball or <laughs> softball size, and then just let it go. Let one of those Get go. Get tired of yeah. it. So anyway, y'all need to save some seed. Yeah, you, you say there's people selling the seed on yeah, the uh-huh. internet. Who who is it that uh, had the contest with me that summer? Summer, yeah. So summer said she couldn't find seed, so I found seed for her, and then she used it to yeah. win the win the contest. <laughs> yeah. You know those summer people. Uh-huh. Oh, that way. Okay. Uh, like I said several minutes ago. Yes. I was reading uh, uh, Neil Sperry's uh, Down to Earth uh, Questions and Answers, and he actually tells this person how to prune a crab myrtle. Yeah, the, the one that was it's all. Right there. All. Uh, yeah. Bushy and unattractive. And the headline is, I might have to send this to Neil, it's okay to prune away some internal crepe myrtle growth. I bet Neil didn't write that. But anyway, he's he talking about uh, they want to be a they, they want to be a multi-trunked bush, crepe myrtles. Bush. And uh, a lot of times when you let plant them and let them get to a multi-trunk. They get too thick. They get thick. 
They're st- thick you, with stems. They're yeah, not, thick not with foliage. stems. Yeah. Foliage, yeah. And uh, you can't get the cutters. You can't get your loppers in there to, to cut those stems out. But uh, Neil says, many of the trunks are quite congested, and it will be difficult to get a saw in between to do the pruning. Use a narrow-bladed handsaw for the best results. Use lopping shears to remove a lot of the twiggy internal growth. You would basically be converting these large shrubs into attractive tree-form crepe myrtles. And then he went on to say, though, you're going to sacrifice some of your desirable situation. Right. My concern is that you would be giving up even more of their screaming, screening capacity. The problem with the crepe myrtles as a screen is they lose their leaves in the fall and winter. Uh, concurrent with this planting, this pruning, you'll probably want to plant a mid-sized evergreen holly such as dwarf Burford holly. So, he, uh, yeah, he, that he, way he, you get to take advantage and enjoy the the blooms, and then you rely on the holly to do the screening. And uh, the holly is evergreen and thick and uh, um, much. Uh, self-contained. It doesn't require pruning every every single year to maintain that stem, uh, the bushy or to take away all those stems that are in the in the middle of the plant. And guess what's on sale? What? Thirty percent off our best landscape and foundation plants, like holly, which includes. Uh, dwarf Yopon holly, dwarf Burford holly, and uh, Japanese boxwood, I guess. And uh, uh, others of which I won't mention. But other people still like them. Well, they like them for a little while. And uh, they've got that uh, natural lawn and garden fertilizer on sale. Yeah. And I hope they've got a barrier for the mycorrhiza for the mycorrhiza to keep them from getting out and spreading all over the place. I think you want that. They're de- they're 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 desperate. I mean, they're they're de- hard to keep in bounds. Well, that's what you want. You want them all through the soil, don't you? That fungi, those mycorrhizal. Yeah. Running wild, partying at just, night. Yeah, just so they don't <laughs> interfere with his. Um, yeah, roaches. Culture of roaches. Yeah, yeah, roaches and sparrows. And yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 a.m. The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want to tell you a little bit about what's on sale during the second week of Millburgers Anniversary Celebration. It's celebrating 42 years of making San Antonio gardeners happy. Now, we want to make sure that you understand that Millburgers Nursery maintains a COVID-safe environment and is open for regular hours. But we'll find something in this list that you love. Red, pink, double and single knockout roses, drift roses, antique old garden roses, modern roses are on sale. Boston Ferns, Cherry Fall Tomato Hanging Basket, Salvia Gregi, Gold Star, Esperanza, Tropical Hibiscus are all on sale. Herbs are on sale. Foundation plants like Dwarf Yopon Holly and Dwarf Burford Holly in the three-gallon container on sale for just $13.88. Citrus trees are 20% off. Half whiskey barrels, whole whiskey barrels. You'll find all these and more. Go to MillburgerNursery.com and see all the details. And go on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Toll free. It's 866 308 8867. They can track a, somebody a, a trail a week old. Wow. They're good. Hmm. They're, except at night. I don't know which dog they're using. So, I mean, dogs, are, they, they're now able to train dogs to actually detect cancer in yeah. people, which is amazing. And it's through sniff, which, wow. Yeah. Through scent. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, the reason I say they're good except at night is when they howl at the moon. No. Oh. The jail there in Tennessee, which was right behind my house, oh, no. used to have <laughs> bloodhounds. Oh. About four or five of them. And, uh, and when the moon came out, or I don't know why, I guess they were barking at the moon. Yeah, I think they. They keep you awake at night. Oh. Yeah. I think beagles do the same. Beagles are howlers too, aren't they? Yeah, I guess so. They like to they like to vocalize. <laughs> not a bloodhound. Not like a bloodhound. No. And the, and the bloodhound is not a constant howl. They howl. Yeah. Wake you up, and then they stop. <laughs> they stop. Six foot. Yeah, we're. we're oh yeah, my yeah. God! Look at. The coronavirus has changed the color of her hair. No, stop it. What? Stop it. Turn it blue. I think that was on purpose. She likes it. Looks nice. Oh, okay. All right. So, did you want? I to... told her it was a vitamin deficiency when I first saw it. Oh, I'm sure she appreciated that remark. <laughs> I got a did question. Did you finish the bloodhound comment? She, she did not stay yeah. long to convert. I think uh, she's a smart woman. <laughs> yeah, I'll finish the bloodhound thing. Okay. They're 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 an impressive tracker. Yes. Um. Got a question, I think it was this morning. Said, I'm having my foundation done. As my plants are my babies, the workers were so good to plant my plants, most of them hawthorn. Oh. Hawthorn. 
in the dirt they remove. What is the best way to save them and replant them? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm sure they must be talking about Indian hawthorn. Yeah. Rather than uh, the the, uh, hawthorn with the uh, spikes and the little fruit. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about the Indian hawthorn. Yeah. The ones that die. Yeah, but they're easy to transplant. They just... Maybe. Yeah, they have trouble. They have trouble. Jerry's talking about is they're like, uh, oh, like our uh, red tip fatinias. Yeah. yeah. If they if they're in an area where the air movement's not good and they're in deep shade, uh, they have a tendency to develop that leaf uh, spot, that fungal leaf spot, yeah. and they don't last. As I oh. uh, <laughs> I started to write her back and tell her to throw them away and. Uh, and get some hollies, Dwarfio Bondorf Burford. But she said, the plants are my babies. Right. So I, I think I'm going to have to uh, review my comment. Yeah, we're going to try something here. So no, hang, hang there, hang there, hang back a little bit. I'm just going to set this here, and I'm just going to turn it up. So you can step back one more if you want. All right, let's, let's, <laughs> let's try it and see if it works. He's okay. saying you don't look real and well. And you're okay about being on the air? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's going on? Hi, I'm Carol. You ask about monarchs. Our tropical uh, milkweed is not blooming, but I have dianthus and snapdragons. And, yeah. And they and I have seen monarchs, just small ones. Yeah. But they, I'm pretty sure they were monarchs, and the and kids next door saw them, too. That they are small, though? Well, yeah, they weren't big, yeah. but they looked, so maybe um, they weren't. Yeah, they might be. American Beauties are bordered, bordered patch. Kind of like, like a mimic. Yeah, they got that same colors, but they're small. That might be what they were. But there are there are a few monarchs out there, but yeah. generally they they wouldn't make it from Mexico City if they were tiny, if they were little. Got it. And the other thing I've seen this year are a lot of bees, more bees oh, good. than I've seen. Oh, great! You're right. Our neighborhood the same. What are they coming after? What? Water? Yes, they're mm. after my bird bass. There and, you go. Uh, they're also after that lime tree, that Mexican lime when it blooms. Yeah, they love that. Yeah. <laughs> how about the? You got hummingbird feeders? I've tried it before. I've never had much luck, but I can try again. Oh, because the, the the bees are really using the the hummingbird feeders too. But I hope I hope that indicates that it's uh, every place is. Got a lot more bees. Yeah. Pollinated. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thanks Thank for the report. Thank you. Thank you for thanks, for thanks for stopping and doing our experiment. That worked <laughs> out. Tony's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Tony. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thanks hey. for having me on. It's Tony Talman. What's going on, man? It is. Yeah. We had our show earlier, the at-home real estate show, and I'm listening to you guys. I need to learn something. I've got oh, Plumbago. I've got Esperanza, and I've got um, Lantana. No, sorry. Flamingo, Esperanza. There's one more that's doing Verbena. They're Verbena? doing really well right now. And I'm wondering if I should cut them back, though, because I never cut them back from last summer. Hmm. You, did they freeze down, freeze back about half? or you see no, they never froze. Oh huh. well, you can you, you can. It won't hurt if you do that, but mm. if they're looking good, you may as well just leave them. 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. I wish I called earlier because I just whacked him and my wife's oh, not no. <laughs> Will it do any harm that he cut him? No. No, just oh, okay. just he won't he won't see he'll just see those little Esperanza blooms just wilt I mean just shrivel up instead of being able to enjoy them you'll have to oh. put them in the compost pile. Oh. And then you'll have to yeah, wait. Yeah, just have to wait a couple months. No, no, you won't have to wait no, that long. No. No. That that, that, that Esperanza come out of her. Um, yeah. A month before you'll get this as good of blooms that you probably had. Yeah. What was it? So you had Esperanza Verbena. Verbena and plumbago. Okay. Yeah, the verbena, I don't think I would have cut that back. Yeah, most people uh, cut plumbago back to keep it in bounds, you know, and and make it have thicker growth uh, near the bottom. And the foliage looks so good, you really don't have to cut it back. But the verbena, it blooms best in this period of time, so... uh, the good news is it'll be back. Oh, yeah, in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, they look beautiful. Hey, I've got another question for you on um, their, their, their um, uh, ligustrums. They're like uh, wax leaf ligustrums. They get this purple berry on them. Yeah. And they've grown up to be 25 feet tall, <laughs> and they're getting, a little, they're getting a little thin on the bottom. And we, we like them as a hedge between our neighbors. But should we trim them back? And would, if we did that, would that allow them to fill in, or we miss that period of time? Um, I was trying to think about. I'm mostly, I think mostly when I cut mine back, it's because I want them gone. <laughs> Other, but I, li- I like them because the birds like them. Uh, uh, let's see. To, to spread all the seed. Yeah. Around. Now you can, you, you could cut them. Let's see the best. The best they're evergreen. The best time would be now. Uh, yeah, because they're full of fruit and everything. You can cut yeah. them. You can cut them halfway even. And yeah, they, you feel it. The cut them in half. Fill. Fill in. What I, are your na- What are your thing. What are your neighbors doing that you don't want to see them over there? Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or what is he doing that he doesn't yeah, want yeah. the neighbors? Uh, to well, see that's yeah, what, exactly. that was the next question. I thought this was a PG show. Uh-oh. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't answer, Tony. <laughs> but, yeah, so they should be. In, they should come back, gangbusters. Yeah. Okay, good. You ain't going to kill them. Gentlemen, yeah, you could even. You could hey, 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 Tony. Yep. This uh, this radio show that you mentioned on The Answer, what time is that? That's at 9 o'clock in the morning. Brian Smith with Vision Design and Build. And myself, we do a um, real estate show talking about how to make money, sell money, or save money, and live well in your real estate from 90 to 10. Very cool. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, fellas. Have a great day. Okay. You take care. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So we're the show that other hosts come to for advice. There you go. There you go. Uh, uh, after they cut back their verbena. Yeah, after, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I want to mention before we close the show to uh, yes. to be sure to, uh, if you don't take the paper and uh, you want to read about this uh, new tidal wave, uh, red velour spreading petunia that Calvin wrote about. Hey, you know, they've got a picture of that on the. Uh, Play it on uh, on Millburger 
website. Oh, good. Uh, for sale items. Okay. It's better than anything that we've got. MillburgerNursery.com? Yeah. Oh, very cool. I'll have to go check it out. So you can see the tidal red, the tidal wave, red velour, and uh, also check in on the uh, Laura Bush Petunia that uh, Kevin wrote about. It's on PlantAnswers.com, too. And look at all the uh, blue bonnet uh, pictures that are available to you on topics of the month. All those cli- all those cl- uh, links will lead you to a, uh, a gallery of uh, blue bonnet pictures taken all the way back to 2012. So how many hours does that take to review that? <laughs> I don't know. Usually, if you if you're homebound, it's really no problem. Except it's blue bonnets. I mean, yeah. Well, but the deal is, it's different color blue bonnet. Oh, okay. It's not that old nasty blue that they have around. Uh, and and also coming up at two uh, thirty. We mentioned this earlier, yeah. but my son Jeremy Parsons is going to have a live Facebook uh, broadcast, just like he had, had uh, last week, last Sunday. So he's going to do that uh, today from 2.30 to 5.30 on Facebook Live. And I've got instruction for those who are impaired, uh, such as myself, on how to get into the Facebook, and how the how to find the live performance, it's about it's uh, at the bottom of uh, it's under the topics of the month section, and in uh, on uh, under the uh, for sale this week at Melbourne Nursery. Okay, so what's he playing? For uh, those who don't know, what kind of music does Jeremy <laughs> play? He uh, Americana. Yeah. That's a good description. He started it with with uh, country, old country. The kind of country he plays now has become Americana. Right. Uh, he'll be taking requests, and he'll cover both songs and and original. requests. Will we see you in the uh, no. live studio audience? No. What? Does he kick you out of the he, house? He does what? it at the house in his room. Okay. But I'm downstairs with my dog. Okay. You should let your dogs go up there. Just just bust in the room during a Facebook Live and let the dogs in. But anyway. Okay. We got a nice note from... Uh, we only have about 30 seconds. You want to wait on the note? Uh, yeah. Okay. We'll talk about the note later. All right. We're going to begin to wrap up for today. We want to thank you for listening. Thanks to everybody that called in and was a part of the show. <laughs> Thanks to Al back at the station for handling everything and keeping us informed of what's going on. And Thanks for protecting us, Milton. I'm trying. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We will see you tomorrow from Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Uh, come on out to Millburgers and join your friends here. And we'll be back on 930 a.m. This is The Answer.